It was my first show ever. It was my first pilot. Tell me like the three questions people always ask. Damon or Stefan? He's okay. dreamier? I, I feel like he is. All right. All of a sudden, I got Did that it. gin and tonic in me. I was like, let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to What Women Binge. And we have a special guest today who's back. Our very first episode of What Women Binge was with you, yes. Candace King. I and our know. first repeat guest. Our first repeat guest. Thank you for being what? here. I'm honored. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Um, I love that we just had breakfast yesterday and we're like, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you want to come hang out? Come be on the podcast yeah. again. Makes me happy. <laughs> oh, wait, I have a little. So we're, we're starting to do these intros now oh, man. where we do them with the person in the room. So Ooh. I'll tell you here's what I have. about this. <laughs> so I'm like already hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the chair eats people. <laughs> Here, okay. Well, I already said this part, but today's guest is back. She was our very first guest, our inaugural guest, I would say, on What Women Binge. And we thought it was time for a catch-up. Born in Houston, but raised in Florida, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. She's a singer, actor, and beloved podcaster. She most famously played Caroline Forbes in Vampire Diaries and Legacies. Mm -hmm. And last Christmas starred alongside Reba in Christmas in Tune for our movie, which I produced on Lifetime. She also recently played Melanie Melanie McGuire in the yeah, she did uh, movie Suitcase Thriller. Was it the Suitcase Thriller? Well, it's the Suitcase Killer. But, suitcase Killer. But, but I don't know why I wrote Thriller. But I can. I'll start. I'll it's start. It's a Thriller. <laughs> and she's technically in prison for the murder of her husband. But um, I'm just gonna say. It, I mean, it was all just circumstantial evidence. That's well. I'm obsessed with the. So I want to talk to you about this because I'm obsessed with the podcast direct appeal. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you also have a new podcast coming out called the Super Bloom Pop, a Super Bloom Podcast. A Super Bloom Podcast, because when, you know, as you know, you're picking out a podcast name, you have to look at all the socials, and the Super Bloom was just taken everywhere. Oh. So it is a, a Super, Super Bloom, Bloom podcast. podcast. And that's where they can find you on Instagram and whatnot. Yes. To- a Super Bloom Pod. And I just, I can't wait to listen, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be a guest on it too, right? Yes. All the imagery is so pretty. Thank you. Oh, she's got her floral wall. It's, it's like very Nashville. Sunshine and springtime, and it just makes me feel so excited. But she dressed, you guys, dress, you're going to dress up more, right? Like, I have to dress up when I come on. You don't show. have to. I mean, I do for my own. I'm like, not going to not if you are. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I. It just helps me feel better. Yeah. Like, I. it just makes me feel more prepared. Um, it's no, I just like all optics. Like, I just want to be in leggings <laughs> across my legs. It's all optics. It's also funny. Um, so I, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a little bit about the fact that I was, I built my own flower wall um, because I was like, oh, this will be really cute. Like, I need, you know, we live in the world of Zoom. I need like a nice wall. And in my rental house, there's just nowhere to do it. So I decided to get a flower wall. So I was going on Etsy to buy one. And I was like, oh, this is easy. It's like, you know, like what, 80 bucks? Yeah, for done. A square. Yes, for a literal, like <laughs> oh, tiny, no, really? like teeny tiny square. I needed a whole wall. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. I can do that. So then I went and bought every single flower I think that they had at Dollar Joanne's. Tree. No, I should have oh. gone to the Dollar Tree. Then, yep, that probably would have been much more I just see the flowers outside Dollar Tree like all the time. And I'm like, who use who comes up and like is like I'm gonna need some of those from Dollar. It's you. Yes. And I you know what? You're making me will you make me one or help me make one? No, never again. I mean I burned all my fingertips oh, off. No. She it's no longer a, has fingerprints. Yeah. I'm like running from the law with my fingerprintless fingers. Um so it's no, a super glue podcast. It now. is a super glue, <laughs> super bloom, super you know, and but I will sell that wall one day and yeah. I'm gonna charge an insane amount of money because I now respect the flower wall. Give it to anywhere that 
serves brunch, give it to the Cracker yes. Barrel or somewhere because everyone in Nashville needs a flower wall. I love need it. One. Like yeah. everyone wants to Instagram in front of them. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. love it. I got. I need one. I feel like I need one now. For Zooms, I didn't even think of that. Well, everyone needs like a Zoom a Zoom wall. And now yeah. mine is just like covered in flowers and a neon sign. But the only place where I could actually find peace and quiet, which you guys understand as having children, it's difficult in a house to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually in the unfinished attic above my garage. <laughs> Find some bats up there. Um, a lot of spiders. Like it's a miracle. No vampire. Air conditioning for yourself. So there is air conditioning, okay, but there's one vent that just has no grate over it and just shoots air right into my oh. face. So like every once in a while during the podcast, <laughs> I'll get like a little mini Beyonce moment. Oh, I have um, to say, I was at the Titans game and I was riding in like the golf cart thingy with the T Rex, the the mascot. And it was the best I've ever looked because the wind was blowing in my hair. I'm like, I need a Beyonce fan everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. a real thing. She knows what's up. She does. Yeah. I was like, well, no one. Like, how did she figure that out, though? That she was like one day like, I just want to be hit with a fan all the time to look fabulous. She was riding in a golf cart to a Titans <laughs> game. A golf cart. Yeah. With a raccoon. With yeah. a mascot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she was like, hmm. Well, so so the podcast launches sometime soon. Very soon. And, um, and they can find it anywhere you... Anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, if you follow me on Instagram at Candace King, uh, I also have uh, at Superbloom at a Superbloom Pod is the social for it. I'm also trying to TikTok right now. Which oh, is a whole, uh, have they called? You? Has TikTok called you about it? No. Do they call they, you? They call if me you once really while they're like, you need to get in on. Yeah, <laughs> do badly, and then they'll call you and they'll help you. It's brilliant. No, but it's funny. Um, I because I also learned like I can't take pictures of myself. Or take video of myself. Like, I, I'm one of those sillies that, like, looks on Instagram and is like, wow, Courtney Cox. Like, look at her just whipping up this casual content. And I'm like, oh, no, she has a whole team yeah. with her. I don't. I, so, and, they, and I was like, oh, maybe I need someone to help me do this. So, I'm, I'm working with someone to kind of, like, help send I get ideas. Because it's also, like, good. not my comfort place. And so, she sent me this thing. And this she's like, you have to do, like, a TikTok to this. And it's like... This girl saying, you know, burn it, and and you know, and then this guy being oh, like, "What are you yeah, talking yeah. about?" And, and she's you, like, right? "Burn it." And I was like, "God, I know this is from the Vampire Diaries, I think, because that's Paul's voice, but I don't know if this was Elena or Kat." And she was like, oh. "It's you." Oh, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I was like this is a thing. I was like, I couldn't even remember. Oh, that's so um, but cute. that was my first TikTok. Oh, where that's so that a good was one. cool. You have that to do that. So yeah. That was cool. Did you do the tra- teenage dirtbag one that went around? I recently? did do the teenage dirtbag. Yeah, that's the one TikTok reached out to me. They're like, "We really need you to do this," but then I did it. My sister who watches, she like helps me post it when I can't figure out, like I can't figure out Facebook. So my sister like posts stuff on Facebook for me. And she was like, no, you did it wrong. So I had to go. But I didn't want to delete the first one because it got some traction. So I just did it again. I love it. A little double dirt bag. <laughs> double dirt bag. You, you had a good one though. Because I, I, for, like, I forget that, I mean, because when I was watching Sabrina, I remember you as like, obviously you would have been in high school, but you were in your early 20s yeah. and you were in L.A. Yeah. And you were having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I loved those pictures. I was living Yours for Yours was crazy, too. There was one where you're like in a club somewhere with like, I can't remember. Pamela Anderson and Tommy yes, and, and Courtney like, Love. Oh, uh-huh. really? What am I looking at? <laughs> 
That is a story you have not I don't not have any pictures me. from clubs, though. I have All my pictures were just from someone's house that he happened to still have. Yeah. Well, like photographs. I, I know. Okay. I was, you had to have been so young then. I was 18. Um, so I was a, I started off in music, and um, I had the same music manager as Tommy Lee. Of course you did. And we had actually, like, he was doing this, like, compilation record at one point. I even went and, like, worked. And I knew the producer who was working with. I even recorded. It didn't make it on the actual album. But like, and he could not have been nicer. Like, we knew, obviously, we had the same manager. So he was very kind and respectful. Um, But my label at the time was just so obsessed with, like, getting me into, like, photos or anything. So they're like... Old school Hollywood. Yes, old school Hollywood. So literally, it was this club opening and... Courtney Love, Pamela Anderson, and Tommy Lee are all at this table. And if you see the picture, you see that it's like a flipping mess. You know, it's just like <laughs> they're not having tea. Let's just no. say that. And I've got this like Betsy Johnson pink dress. I've got bright red hair. I wore like cowboy boots and leggings underneath, like just weird early aughts, like out like style. Um, but they were like, here's the deal, Candace. So we're going to get you in the photo op with all of them over there at the table. All the cameras are being collected now. So on the count of three, when I say go, I'm going to push you in there and just sit at the table with them. Oh, yes. So we were like sitting. I was like, I don't know. Oh, this I'd feels so really nervous. weird. And they're like, no, no, no. It's going to be great. Just do it. So they're like on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. And then they pushed me into the table. Oh and I literally just sat there and was like, Oh, so you weren't smiled. sitting chit chat with everybody no, no, doing no. shots? Just smiled. <laughs> and then and then they pulled me on. They're like, why did you just smile? I was like, because that's, I, I was getting a photo taken. They're like, no, no, no. They were all like being crazy. So now it's this picture of me just sitting chilling. And like Courtney uh, Love is like trying to get the camera out of the way. And it's when I really, so the bird I know, the leg, I know. Tongue out like Miley Cyrus style. Yes, that would have been amazing. Oh gosh, but no, I, I smiled like a good girl. Um, Just, you know, trying to live up to some bad girl antics. That's but yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I really do need to figure out how to get a version of it without wire image on it. So I can, I want that to be like a, my yearly pay Christmas wire image. card. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, wire image. Hey, wire image. What's up? You want to make a deal? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. There used to be a buddy of mine over there, Jeff. He used to give me pictures. (laughs) Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Um, (laughs) Thanks for all the hookups. No, yeah. I think you have to, if you, I don't think it's very much, but if you pay, you pay for the photo. I mean, I'd invest in that. Yeah. It sounds like you want to. I want Especially to. It's going to be your Christmas I card. Feel like yeah. It needs to be blown up and like hung in your dining room. She wants to send it out as a Christmas card. It'd be great next to my picture with the Pope. Is what I think. Oh my you have a gosh! With the Pope. Yeah. Did you not? I feel like. Oh I yeah. And then just write like, have a very blessed Christmas. Love yeah. me and Courtney Love. Or just something. like me and the Pope on the front, and then Courtney Love, Tommy Lee, Family is going to be on the and back. Then you open up and a Happy New Year. Yeah. I got my my first daughter Florence was while in utero when I was pregnant with her was blessed. I was she was Aww. blessed by the Pope. As, as yes, it was a very oh, wild. I remember you told me this story, story recently. Yes, um, Wait, tell that story. I know. So Florence's dad, his band, The Fray, was mm-hmm. playing when the Pope was here, or when the Pope was in Philadelphia. Okay, years ago, which would have been what, like six, almost seven years yeah. ago. And leading up to it, Joe was just like, "You know what? I am going to like we're going to meet the Pope, and I'm going to ask the Pope to bless my baby." Like he was just like so excited. Okay. He was so honored to like be a part of such an incredible day um and then was like so excited to like get me there to be 
blessed by the Pope. Um, so we get there and they're like, sorry, shutting it down. Like no family, no friends. No one gets to meet the Pope except the artist performing because everyone was there. I mean, Andrea Bocelli was performing, Aretha Franklin. I'm sure he's already met the Pope though. He's probably yeah, good. I feel like all he doesn't these need people to be have probably done this. You would, yeah. No, everyone rolled in. Like Aretha Franklin, I think brought 60 guests. Oh. Yeah, like it was the craziest green room area <laughs> ever. I mean, you literally heard Aretha and Andrea Bocelli like, both warming up at the same time oh, and you're wow. just like sitting there crying being like there's so much greatness <laughs> like, like I can't oh, handle, wow. I can't handle it um but uh so we basically you know I just was like well that's a bummer we're not gonna not gonna meet the, it's okay we're not gonna meet the pope and um all of a sudden Florence's dad was like okay I've been talking to this guy like I got a plan follow me and then I get there and it's like some agent like secret agent CSI agent and then <laughs> some like important person with a jacket on who was obviously working there at the event who worked to protect the Pope and then Joe and they were like okay so you're going to stand here because the Pope is going to walk through this hallway oh. and if anyone asks just say that like you had to step away because of your baby I'm like hold on hold on now I'm lying to meet the Pope no 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 this is some bad karma I am not messing with this and so then we got kicked out and they were like what are you guys doing here and we're like he said that we could be here and it just was like we got to give up we got to give up I'm over it it's fine that was very dramatic very dramatic and finally I was like you know what before you guys perform like I'm gonna go like I'm very pregnant I was like I gotta pee and and Joe was so sweet and he's like I'll walk you so he walks me to the bathroom and I and I come out with my little heels and my little pregnant belly dress and and he's like come on the Pope is here. Run. <laughs> and I was like, what? So then he's like runs to where the whole band is meeting the Pope. And he's now left out trying to convince the oh. security guard. I've never heard him so enthusiastically be like, I'm part of the fray. I'm part of the fray. <laughs> and, and luckily like someone got to cry. Yeah, it's like, oh. please, I'm going to miss meeting the Pope. And so one of the security guards were like, oh, I remember him. Let him in. He's with the band. So I, I literally... Right when the Pope was about to like pass, like we just got shoved in right in front of him. And Joe is just like sweating and can't breathe. And he's just like, will you please bless my baby? And like has his phone out to like take a photo. And the Pope very sweetly just like giggled and looked at me. And I was like, yes. So and then he just took a minute and put his hand on my belly and you know gave a giggle and a little prayer. So you got shoved in with the Pope and you got Uh shoved in with Courtney Love and Pam and Tommy. So I'm so excited. You get shoved in a lot lot. of shoving. Shoving in works for you though. It does. It's really, (laughs) you know, some people say you got to climb the ladder. I feel like you just got to be shoved shoved in. You just got to get the right people to shove you. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. I mean, no better time to Post a picture on Instagram and go hashtag blessed. It was pretty. Oh, it was yeah. epic. It was an ex- oh. if, if you're ever going to use hashtag blessed, uh-huh. that is the moment. Uh huh. So, th- so, but that is hanging in my house. Okay. Yeah. So, next to the Pope, we blow up Tommy Lee <laughs> and Pam and, Pam and Courtney. And, Courtney. Mm-hmm. and this all becomes accidental renaissance in the dining room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Mm hmm. A very well-rounded situation. <laughs> I like it. That's balance. Let's go from the Pope to vampires real quick. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We always got to touch on vampires when Candace is here. Before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews, right? Mm-hmm. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? 
With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help you find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more, important than finding the right plate of Eggs Benedict. It's true. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com WWB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash W-W-B. ZocDoc dot com slash W-W-B. Because I haven't seen the show. Tell me like the three questions people always ask. Like what are the three questions that... Um, Damon or Stefan. Oh, okay. Which are like the two male leads of the show. Um, I always say Stefan because... And then Caroline, my, the character that I played, uh, like her long game ended up being with Stefan. And he's like... He's played by... Which one's... Paul Wesley. Okay. Is Ian Summer... Or yeah. Which Ian played uh, Damon. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like Ian. He's got <laughs> eyes. Well, he's in Lost, right? He was yeah. in Lost. Yeah. Oh, I have a, I'm just going through Lost right now. <laughs> oh, so she's Still, just all now year. getting the feel. All year. Yeah, I'm just now. In Vampire Diaries. He's like he's 22 like in that. Dreamier. Yeah. Yeah. He's dreamier? I I feel like he is. All right, all right. No, it's the eyes. Sorry, okay, so you said the so eyes, you go they, with they, Like, all the boys had like had their shirts off a lot in the first yeah. and second mm-hmm. season. Um, And us girls. Like, I realized, I'm like, wow, I'm in my bra and underwear a lot. And honestly, now at 35, not mad at it. No, like, I'm really happy that I got great. that footage. <laughs> I'm going to put that that next to Pam and Tommy and there you go. yeah, and then the just like me in my underwear. Do. I have a, like a co- early the 20s. cover I did of Maxim magazine at like 23 years old next to the cover I did of Pregnancy magazine at 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like they're literally side by side. That's Very amazing. Different. I did just see in doing like it's so weird to like Google your friend, like do a deep dive on your friends. That's what I was doing yesterday is just like deep diving and Googling you. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and I saw your Maxim cover and I just was like, oh, well, okay. we'll talk about that on your podcast because that is part of that has something to do with my super bloom. Uh-huh. Oh, well, tell people what your podcast is about, though. Like, what Oh, yeah. Mean? I guess I should do that. Um, so <laughs> a Super Bloom podcast is uh, it's just about those moments. And it's sitting. I want to sit down with people and with guests who find themselves on the other side of a really tough, uh, tough time in their lives. You know, and, the, and I think we've all had those times yeah. where we think, oh, this is this is it. Like. I, I don't know where I go from here. I either you feel like a failure or you're in a, an immense amount of grief or um, everything that you thought was right in the world just is suddenly upside down and wrong. And you think, how am I ever going to get through this? And when you get to the other side and you walk through that tunnel and you're in the light, you realize how important that, that dark was. time it's was. Kind of going from the teenage dirtbag to whatever comes next. Yes. The, the yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but and then even just kind of doing a deep dive on what a super bloom is, it is uh, an a super bloom is a botanical phenomenon. Like it has to, it requires a an unusually wet, rainy season, like an immense amount of rain, because the rain pushes the seeds farther and farther and deeper into the soil, and then the seeds have to stay there, and they have to slowly plant roots, and then they have to fight their way up to the surface, and it, it and then they all super bloom at the same time because of all that hard work and all that rain. And I was like. Yeah, you know, I 
I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had a lot of big changes going on in, in my life, which I talk about on the podcast as well. And so it's been really helpful to sit down with people who have been in those darker, rainy seasons of life who go, oh, no, 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 it's pretty it's pretty good on the other side and it's there. Yeah. And you just got to like slowly go through those growing pains. And yeah, it's, it's kind of like part I, of it. you just reminded me of recently I heard about like how trees – the trees that have the deepest roots are the ones that get blown around in the wind the most, right? Like the ones that like can withstand. And I was thinking about like my indoor plants. I'm like, I don't give them enough wind. They don't, they're not going to have deep root. Well, they're, only, they're potted anyway. But like, <laughs> but somehow I feel like I need to like rough up the trees in order. Like whenever there's like a rainstorm or something, I put them outside so they'll blow around a little. Just they get to some teach natural them rain. a lesson. Yeah, so they get some like rain. They become stoic and, you know, stronger because of it. I want to come over and say hi to your indoor plants and be like, you guys are doing just fine. You're, I know you guys are working. Don't let Mommy's being tough. Mommy's being tough. But. No, I actually, there's a... Um, a podcast I listened to, I think it was a, a recommendation by Patricia Heaton, one of our first episodes, and uh, I think it's called Hidden Brain, maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the episode was about, um, it was something like uh, Less Pain, More Joy, and it was talking about, like, stoics and stuff and, like, and how, uh, like, they used to, we used to train our children to go through tough times in order to have character, and I guess the Swedes still do it in a way, like... I know, like, in kindergarten, they'll give them, like, a saw and make them go out in the woods and, work, like, cut down a tree or something. Like, Sorry, I'm never handing my kindergartner a saw. <laughs> I don't care how this You don't like them to it. play tug-of-war. Little- I let them <laughs> do tug-of-war. <laughs> no, but they apparently it's, like, part of growing up there is, like, getting out and, and learning how to, like, you know, just be tough with the with nature and stuff and, like, just learning to kind of, like, dig deep into... Just building character and like and going through tough trials and, and stuff. And so. that's why IKEA furniture is so difficult to make. 100%. Because exactly. They, that oh, I think your kid simply required moment. What? I live for assembly required. Oh, is that set me free with a screwdriver and I will build you just anything. just when when you have like the list where yeah, yeah you're not intimidated. Furniture mm-hmm. like I, whatever it is, I just let me loose. Mm-hmm. I think we should maybe this is something we should teach in kindergarten though. Like, give them an Ikea project. Make them build a crib for a nearby family. <laughs> I like that. Right? I like that, yeah. Or the inflatable furniture. That's... Oh, gosh. Just make them dizzy great. with huffing and puffing in the inflatable <laughs> furniture. Did you have inflatable furniture? I always wanted it because I lived in New York City and down the street was... Uh, I'd walk past Urban Outfitters every day on my way to the subway to go to school. And there was always the inflatable furniture and the beads. Yeah. The beads. Bead and my parents were hippies, so they had beads. In our house, I remember pulling the beads aside at Halloween to like hang apples and try to you had to tie your hands behind your back and try to eat the apple. It's like the opposite of bobbing for apples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's the dry version. Yeah. So we used to like try to you try to catch that apple in your mouth and it's like spinning around and like you're using That's your tongue and it's pushing away from you. But I remember pulling our beads back that separated like our living room from our kitchen. And so I wanted that. I was like, I want it so I had beads. I room. had an inflatable sofa. It was you did. Pink. I did. I, I think I, did. it was a birthday present one year. I begged for it. It took up legitimately my whole bedroom oh, like really? anywhere you could walk in my bedroom did you stick to it oh for sure and the yeah. noise it made you know, it was like oh you know every time you'd sit down i have a i have a chair with a leather seat right now in my kitchen that like somehow when you sit on it, it like compresses and then a little while after you get up it sounds like the chair is farting yeah uh-huh. like it like reinflates uh-huh. or something I bet it, like that <laughs> i had a whole inflatable living room I'm you sure did yeah That's I, I had like the ottoman the little the sofa or just like the side chair and just you guys are exactly it. the same age aren't you you're like nine she's years a younger. little bit younger than me okay oh that's right that's right 
Yeah. yeah. I'm When's 36. April. Oh, okay. End of April. April 30th. And we just celebrated. May, baby. When did we celebrate May. your birthday? Oh, that was in May already? I know. Isn't that crazy? I think that's when I heard the Pope's story. I'm so realizing. I'm like a, yeah. a full year older than her. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay. And I'm way I'm ahead of you guys. I'm not even going to. I thought she was much younger than me. So <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling great, actually, about the fact that we're only one year apart. <laughs> so. How old did you think I was? I mean, you look like you're 12. Thank so you. <laughs> I thought you were like. 29 that's funny. maybe that's funny it's very it's strange because I definitely I don't feel like I, I just I feel very old so oh I, no but I do I, I genuinely do because I, when you have young kids well, and you guys grind, are the best age this is the age of... I would live at the rest of my life this Ugh. is like as good as it gets so uh this is as good as it gets <laughs> I don't I'm not claiming says me. that <laughs> not says claiming years that later. <laughs> I think it's going to only get better from here. No, it does. It does get better. It's just that this morning I woke up with like this crook in my back and like my eyesight's going and these gray hairs are very wiry and I don't know what happened to my straight hair, but it's become like kinky. Oh, I can teach you how to <sighs> do that. It's <laughs> help me tame the kinks. I, I got you. So these are gray kinks, but the good thing is I'm blonde. You can't even tell. Right, this. I can't even tell. I haven't done my hair color in like, like months. It, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm excited for gray. I've got like the silver fox. It's thing. very in right now. It I is very I in. feel like it won't be by the time I'm there. Mine's not very silver foxy. Mine is more like appears to have been a struggle. Maybe a little witchy. <laughs> a little witchy? It's a little witchy. It's like, <laughs> like just Well, that'll fit right in with my my genre. Yeah. There you I go. Pull just off embrace witchy, your inner right? witch. No, I never had to do like the wart. No, I think I did do a wart on my nose once for one episode. Because it was like the typical witch thing, right? The like word mm-hmm. on the nose, the broomstick, the whole thing. Oh yeah. What do you get asked all the time? Like I get you asked if I'm Comic Cons. Oh gotcha. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I get yeah. asked all the time. Oh, we didn't even get to no, the last but... of your question. Oh yeah. What what else do you get? <laughs> um, Damon or Stefan? Uh, do you like Claroline? Which was another romantic thing. And then, um, and then oh, the funniest story. It's always what. What's the funniest what you, thing that ever to? happened? What's your go-to answer? Because you do a lot of the the comic cons and stuff. I do so a lot must... of the comic cons. Yeah, and it's usually it depends how much. If we have a lot of time, I'll tell a story. If we're out of time, then I'll just be like, oh, there's too many to choose. Yeah. Um, but and they love that answer. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's riveting. They're like, great. I'm really glad I got this ticket to watch you and speak. ask you a question. <laughs> ask you my one. Yeah, question. ask you my one question. Um, no, I have two things I usually do, and so my character Caroline Forbes essentially. She almost dated every single character on the show. Wow, way to go. I know. Move through them. Yes. I mean, by the end, it was like a new love story was like bubbling and, and they didn't say who. They just alluded to it in one of the scripts. It was literally like, who has Caroline not done the, the nasty with? I don't know who's left. Um, Did you have to do like hot and heavy scenes? All the time. I want made out really? with everybody. Yeah. Like hot and heavy, though. Like really. Yeah, so, that's like... What, so two of my funny stories are, you, uh, that's how I do like icebreak, because we all become family. Yeah. So, you know, all of a sudden you'd get a script and be like, oh, man, we got to start making out now. This is weird. I was just talking about this with, about Joey Lawrence. I can't imagine. About Melissa and Joey. No, I We'd cannot imagine. We've known each other since we were babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I. <laughs> Uh-oh. No. Off book. No, I don't know. I just, <laughs> no, funny, funny. Speaking of making out, I used to make out with his brother when I was 16. Oh, his really? youngest brother, Andrew Lord. Andy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Everybody so loves cute. Andy. They were so all cute. So cute. Yeah. yeah. One of my friends, who is it? Oh, my friend, she has a massive crush on Andy. She's always like, get me together with Andy. I'm like, all right, calm down. 
it's funny. I ran into him in L.A. We we didn't realize we lived in the same neighborhood all these years later. And it was like I think it was like within the pandemic. And like I was walking my dog and had my like kids. And I think I might have even been pregnant. And then he was walking his dog. and was like, oh, hey, what's that? Oh, his dogs. He's got like a big old bulldog thing. Like, oh, I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. If it was. Probably, yeah. I just met this dog at 90s con recently. That's why I know. That's so funny. Um, but no, I the two stories that I would tell usually revolve around an ice like an I'd always try to like do a funny icebreaker once we the show is on for a while. Like for um like Michael Trevino, who played Tyler, um, when we had to have a sex scene, like our first like real sex scene. Um, I put a banana in my pants. <gasps> <laughs> oh my goodness. A really That's big one. Be fun. And and like super confused. Well, at first he didn't say anything. Like, we jumped in, and all of the <laughs> what's he gonna makeup. say? Do you have? Are you packing? Are you? Yeah. Or like, hey, what's going on down? There? Like, I don't know. But like, and then obviously, I was like, dude, aren't you gonna say anything? And he was just like, what? And I was just like, and then I pulled the banana out of my pants, and <laughs> um, and, you know, because dudes always are like over there, like doing push-ups. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Be oh, strong. Mario Lopez. So Joey all Lawrence of that, yeah. Um, so I was just like, yeah, I, I got push-ups and the banana in and my a pants. Banana. <laughs> I feel. I did some push-ups <laughs> down yeah. there. Um, and then Paul, when him and I had our first uh, sex scene, uh, he there was this really weird, like there was a line, and I know it's the line plays in the script. It just feels really weird when you're filming it. And basically, our characters like make out and then it cuts to a scene later on where we're wrapped up in blankets and he's on top of me and we're kissing and then he breaks away and says something about like uh like looking at my breast essentially so he has to like pull the blanket up and like take a peek <laughs> at my chest it's a very uncomfortable thing to, yeah, to film and, and so i was thinking because it's also just awkward and I have to wear these pasties anyway. Um, I was like, what's gonna, what would he rather see than just my bare pasties? Oh, I know, Ian Summerholder's face. So I I had wardrobe help me out (laughs) and had them like cover my whole chest with Ian's face, like a bra of Ian's face. I'm assuming he wasn't supposed to laugh when he looked down there. No, it's supposed (laughs) to, and so, and we, we literally start the scene on a wide shot and like no one knows except the wardrobe department. And because, you know, it's like closed set. And so we go through the scene and he kisses me and he like pulls up and says something about like looking and then like takes a peek and literally like looks and goes like. (laughs) 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 And then and and we're supposed to go to lunch like this is like the one shot before lunch, which, you know, everyone's like, Paul, Paul. Just keep it together, please, because he starts giggling and he's just like, I don't. And he's kind of like crying, laughing, and I'm and like, they think it's just because he's yes, uncomfortable. Yes, and I'm like, Paul, this That's is some... really imba- like, get your act together, be professional. <laughs> and he's just like, can't get through it. And so finally, they're like, cut. And then I stand up and show everyone my my Ian pasties. <laughs> your Ian. Yeah, I have those. Do I know. Those? I wish I would have saved oh, them. Man, they, I know. I would. I need I, Ian pasties. I, now. I think everyone does. I know. I feel. I'm like Ian. I they they have their brothers bond bourbon but i feel like pasties with their faces on it would also be a huge oh hit. that's a I great that idea. you know yeah, well, that's a great yeah, idea everyone should use idea. them in every yeah. scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those that's are so but those Custom are my stories yeah uh-huh uh-huh have you ever watched the show do you watch the show back no i did like season one it's that like excitement and we were all in our early 20s yeah. and like this was my first yeah. big job it was my first show ever it was my first pilot um so we would sometimes they'd play it at lunch they'd bring in a screen and show the 
cast and the crew. And then, um, and I did watch, like, we'd watch a few of the episodes at the when beginning. You had, like, when, yeah, we, like, No Good Nick, I did the show for Netflix in 2018, and they made us watch, uh, they had screenings for it in, like, a big theater, which, by the way, is terrifying. Because nobody's going to watch it on a screen <laughs> like, like that. it's huge. Oh, I was like, my eyes are so bloodshot in every, I was like, is this an age thing? Is this because I'm in my 40s now? Like, all of a sudden, I started insisting that makeup always put eye drops in my eyes because... On the big screen, my eyes were bloodshot, and I was like, "What is going on?" Nobody's so looking funny. at your eyes like a yard well, wide. That, that's in real the thing. Life. I mean, my eyes were like seven feet wide on the screen that we were watching, but we would watch like four or five at a, at a time, or maybe it was less, maybe it was like yeah, it was like four or five at a time, and we'd watch and we did it like four times where we got together and watched the whole season together. Oh, wow. Um, so that was nice. To, we had popcorn fun. and the Netflix executives and stuff. So the whole. Um, kind of actors and, and producers and whatnot all got to come in and, and watch the show. So yeah. that was, but that's, I mean, other than live tweeting Melissa and Joey, like Sabrina and Clarissa, we didn't have that kind of stuff. So there yeah. was no reason for me to watch it, um, which I've said so many times on here that I've just never watched it. It's just that's weird. so funny. I, and now I don't watch anything. Like yeah. the, the few things that I've done since then, I don't, like, and I'm not like trying not to watch it. I just. Out of time. Yeah, and, and I'm just it. like, and then it just you feels know what weird. Happens. Yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah, it's weird it's if you know what happens in a way. Yeah, I watched Christmas in Tune because um, it was the first time Florence ever saw me on Aww. TV, so that was really cute. Christmas ones are fun because family yeah. wants to watch them usually. Mm -hmm. um, what about? So let's talk about Suitcase Killer. Okay, because I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm still. I forgot that I started <gasps> to listen to Direct Appeal. That's the name of the podcast, right? The yeah, so uh, the Melanie McGuire story is just a, a rabbit hole conundrum in itself. Yeah. Just as just as a case, like yes. I I got obsessed to say the least. Um, but there are two criminologists that created this podcast called Direct Appeal, and the first case that they take on is Melanie McGuire's case. So it's, it's like not eighteen affiliated. episodes. Yeah, it's, it's long. It's long, very very long, and it's not affiliated with the Lifetime movie at all. This yeah. was just something that. Um, was already out there and, and they also called Melanie because Melanie, Melanie's in prison still. Um, she was charged for the murder of her husband. And, uh, and so the two criminologists from Direct Appeal called Melanie in prison. So there's just hours and hours of hours. interviews. And she almost like runs out of time sometimes mm -hmm. or like you'll get the warning. She said, the one I was listening to today, she goes, Hey, see you Sunday. And she like says goodbye to somebody in prison, I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's a guard or a get a visitor or something, but she's like, see you Sunday. And it was just random, like thrown in. But she knew her stuff, man. I mean, not only does she have an incredible memory if if she's well, she is telling the truth in this case. But what I'm listening to is like the what she's going through the court process, like the opening trial, the mm -hmm. opening of the trial. And uh her memory of it is pretty sharp and she's really smart, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, she was a fertility nurse. You know, one of the mo more um, exclusive uh, sought-after fertility clinics in New Jersey. So she was very successful. She was a mother to two children. Um, she, uh, you know, wasn't like a perfect, cuddly, warm person. I mean, her own friends and family described her using the word salty many times. Yeah. And uh, and what's so fascinating about the case is there's so there's so much circumstantial evidence that 100 percent you're like, well, OK, so she purchased the gun that was most likely the one used to kill her husband. Um, she was having an affair with her boss. Mm -hmm. um, which she didn't disclose. Which she did not disclose. So everyone thought she was a liar. Yes. He wore a wire and sold her out. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. I forgot about that. Um, she... Uh, well, things like... 
They searched her apartment five times for any evidence of her dismembering the body and they couldn't find anything. Yes. And so the crime that she is accused of committing is that she essentially what the what the prosecution said was that she in the middle of at like two in the morning, her and her husband did, in fact, get into a fight, which is true. She corroborates that, that they they got into an argument. She says that he became physically aggressive, physically assaulted her. One of their sons saw this. She took the son, hidden, hidden a room, locked the door, and then her husband left and she never saw him again. Um, she did go after him. She went looking for him. She did a she weird thing with car. the car, she too, right? She moved his car, moved which his is car. something that they used to do to uh, prank each other, just yeah. mess with each other when they were mad at each other. They were a very dysfunctional couple. It was volatile. like everyone, yeah. everyone agreed with that. Um, but, you know, the prosecution said that she... That she basically, instead of hiding in the bathroom, instead, she drugged her husband. Mm. She shot him in, in a condo. Somehow with you. some silencer or something. With, yeah, some, no one with knew. A, with a pillow, pillow is what they claimed uh, they couldn't silenced find. the gun that they could not find because they found a few feather fragments on the bullets. Um, but not in the apartment. They couldn't find any of the... No. So and then so that she would have shot him in the middle of the night in a condo building, yeah. mind you, with the children sleeping. She then... Um, bled him out in their in their bathroom in the tub. Oh, dismembered his body, kept it in some sort of freezer or cl- but they don't know where plants. they don't know There's where. No and then evidence. wrapped his body up in three different suitcases, and then um, within a day or a few days, threw him over drove. the overpass. Drove seven Didn't hours to, to Virginia Beach, yeah. and then and threw- then threw him over an overpass. But there's the no ocean. evidence in the car except for what they called the human sawdust, right? Yes, which is ridiculous and doesn't. And also, it was his car. Like it's his cor- car. Yes. So of course, he has some dead yes. skin fibers. Yes. Of, it's yes. not even dead skin. It's like it's like layers down, so it's live skin, but. That can happen. They said if you if your watch gets exactly stuck. yes, like, but there was zero forensic evidence. They literally took out piping from the from the bathrooms, uh, did cleaned out the apartment five different times. Not one drop of blood. Can't find any DNA Nothing. of him in the like like as if she and if you dismembered a body. Come on. The only evidence that I heard in the podcast at least was that there was bleach that that someone smelled bleach when they came to the apartment. Well, if you clean your shower, yes. you're going to use And that's the thing they were she was yes. she was selling or getting rid of the apartment they and moved, wanted her deposit back and yeah, so yes. like painted the walls and cleaned the apartment. So, highly recommend checking out Direct Appeal. Yeah. And then also if you And then your movie. You know, and and the movie is very fun on Lifetime too. Yeah. The movie is fabulous. I didn't know anything about the story. Uh, until I watched you in the movie because I don't watch scary things. I only oh, yeah. did this Amanda's, because I love you and we're friends. Amanda's a big teddy bear. She doesn't I watch these things. These but things. I did it for you. And actually, I really enjoyed it. I made it through. I was shocked that I made it through. In fact, our entire friends group was very shocked that I made it through. But it was... I, it was not until after the movie that I went back and read all the news mm-hmm. stories and everything to kind of get the Be- full picture because the movie, it's only, what, like an hour and a half long? Yeah, it's an hour and change. You can't 80, cover everything. Minutes. By the way, and Lifetime movies are 86 minutes. They are 86 <laughs> minutes. Yes, you, you know, definitely exactly know. how long it is. Um, uh, but you can't cover everything. Right. And the reality is, is, you know, she is in prison, you know, and so I think that there is an element of just wanting to... Is there an appeal going on, though? There was one more appeal. I haven't, I don't know the updates on it okay. currently. Because but. you have a different feeling about it than the movie did, right? I, I believe that <laughs> I believe that it's wild to me that she's in prison based off of what the prosecution 
brought to yeah. court. Like they, it doesn't she seem should like not hardcore. be in prison based off of what the prosecution uh, put her in prison for. Because considering there was zero forensic evidence that connected her to, to that actual crime. Yeah. Yeah. Just because really you just made orphans of the children yeah. and you've. Like, yeah, I have no idea. No one knows. I do not know what happened. They you don't know, have any other lead. They never had any other leads. They have no idea who else. I mean, look, I could uh, off off of the mic. I can go down the Reddit rabbit holes. Oh, that yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I went deep like I could not stop. Oh, really? I just got I get obsessed with it. <laughs> you listen to Serial, the podcast. Yeah. Too? Um, mm-hmm. And that add on. Yeah. was kind of the same thing. There was no one else that they were really looking at. There's not enough evidence to actually put him in put him away for that long. It kind of seems like a similar sort of storyline where it's like, if you listen to it, well, it was so unsatisfying to me in a sense because I'm like, I want to know what happened. Like, <laughs> I want to know with a hard concrete, give me who actually did it or but what you happened. you don't or, get that. And you don't get it. No. But it's hard to, I mean, that is the interesting thing. It's nice to see so often headlines that come out like, finally, you know, this murder from 70 years ago is finally solved due to, you know, the technology that exists now, if there's so many, so much evidence just sitting in file cabinets. And yeah. I, I know that there are, um, there's like organizations basically that if you donate to them, it goes to, because it costs a lot of money to get those things tested. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's fascinating once you start kind of diving into well, the I, world. I used to be obsessed with, um, I'm, I've never really been into like, I'm not into like the murder podcast and all that. I'm into murders in the, in the, in the building, but I do only murders that. in the building. But <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm into murder. No, I'm into not. murders in the building. No, I'm not really into the whole murder thing that much. But um, uh, but I was into, Mark and I, kind of when we first got married, we're really into the show. I think it's Cold Case Files because there was Cold Case, which was like the fiction one. But Cold Case Files was the real one. Right. And I did get into that when they were trying to like. I think because they because they did TLC solve or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Bravo, something like that. Cuz I think I was pregnant and I was uh in 2005 I was um watching there was some some baby show which was terrifying. Don't watch it if you're pregnant. Oh my gosh. But it shows you that I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh. Uh, no, no. Okay. No, it's not that juicy. No, it's like more baby about story. Baby story. Yeah. It was baby story. Oh, I missed Wait, that the show, movie. Actually. No, there's oh, different it was like um, a Episodes. Like a series, kind of like it yeah. would follow women through their pregnancy and through their delivery. All and- different kinds of scary, scary, wonderful, great. Sad. Like the only this is so sad. But when I gave birth to my first son, my mom had had seven, eight kids at that seven kids at that point. Every single one of them different. Only one with an epidural. And that was the last one. And she said, I don't know why I didn't do that the whole time. So I was thinking to myself, well, my mom's done it. Everyone, every woman on Earth's given birth since the beginning of time, since Eve. And like, I, I can do this. I can, like, you know, I've watched this show enough. I understand all these different stories. I've heard my moms. The doctors know what they're doing. I'm going to get an epidural. I'm not going to try to be a hero. And I went in not knowing. My doctor was like, you haven't taken a single birthing class? And I was like, no, I trust you. And she's like, no, 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 no. She called someone and like, I was rushed to Santa Monica that night to go take a birthing class. Anyway, bir- baby story was my like go-to. Your birthing was class. Was my birthing class. That's but hilarious. in between... Baby story was, I think, Cold Case Files. <laughs> so, like, watching them solve Cold Case I watched Star Trek mystery. when I was pregnant, so, I mean. That's why your son's named Riker. That is why my son's named Riker, actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. I got, I, I got, I went opposite. Like, I went, like, scary worst case scenario. This was also some sort of tragic anniversary of when, um, I think around the time, like, J- the John Bonet case. And oh. that was what I couldn't stop. Obsessing over you were my first pregnancy. It was oh, wow. so. I was That's like, heartbreaking. Why am I doing this? This yeah. is so sad and so awful. And then I just really had in my head like, I can solve this. Like I can oh. figure it out. 
Um, didn't. I didn't. No, I nobody tried. ever did, did they? No. no, no. That, one's, that was one of the first big ones. Do you guys, you guys are too young to remember Baby Jessica. Baby Jessica was, when I was young, there was a little baby who fell in a hole, like an old well on the family oh, property. Oh, yeah, I remember this. She was stuck in there for like 48 hours. It was probably, I mean, I want to say it was one of the first like breaking news stories that was on almost like 24-hour news where it was, everyone was sitting by the TV waiting to see if Baby Jessica got saved. And then she did. I mean, they pulled her. There's, I mean, I, I still, the image is so vivid in my head of them pulling baby Jessica out, wrapped up almost like in like a mummy like wrapped in white and just like they pulled her, the, the rescuers just like dug down and one of them went down there and got her out. And like, and then that was like one of those first moments where I feel like y- you wanted to know what happened and you were praying for a good outcome. And then, mm. then John Bonet. And I remember being away, I think on my honeymoon when uh, Amanda, was she from Alabama who or Aruba? She was in Aruba. Oh. I think she was from Alabama or Florida. Oh, she was from oh, Mountain yeah. Brook. And she um, disappeared. What's her name? Natalie Holloway. Yeah. Oh, was it Natalie Holloway? Yeah. I just remember like watching that every day on the news. Oh, it was like the first Nancy Grace or something. Like, oh, it was, like yeah. Nancy Grace was yeah. on. It was like early CNN days and we were on vacation for a honeymoon. And every time we went back to the room, that was all that was on. That was like American TV. And we were just like, what's going to happen? Are they going to find her? Again, they never like found her, right? No, I know it. it, it is fascinating. I mean, women are the general like viewers of because we're the victims too. No, I, <laughs> I know, but just the psychology like, behind that. Yeah, um, I am so interested to go. I mean, you've obviously we talk about doing comic cons. You know that there's a, a crime con. What? There is a thing called Sounds crime dark. con, and detectives and people from a lot of news stories go as the. What? Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of wait. It's not like thirty just like and forty SB. year old women. It's not Mariska Hargitay. All meeting. No, and no to... it's like people who are famous for solving historic crimes. Are, yes. Wow. Okay. Want to go on a road Santa trip? Con. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Santa Con. That sounds more fun. <laughs> I have accidentally run into the Santa Con before. It's mildly terrifying. Well, I did a movie called Santa Con, and we everyone confused us thinking it was going to be about a Comic Con of Santas, but it's not. It's about a convict who becomes Santa. <laughs> Well, no, I have run into the actual con full of Santas. You have? Yes. That's going to be fun. I don't know where if they meet in the same place every year. I know at some point I actually know a Santa. And he's told me. Oh, that's right. You know a great Santa. He's he's great. Yeah, he's really great. I almost got him in my last movie. Um, But he has told us about all the gatherings of the Santas. And I know it has happened in Florida before. But where I I ran into it in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine. (laughs) I need to go. Where you think you would run into Santas. And it was like a deluge. Like just they kept coming. And they're they're not necessarily identical. They all look identical. And they're not all in costume, but they never are not in costume. Uh Yeah. Because they all have white beards. Well, And their casual wear is still Christmas themed. Yeah. No, if it's I've seen there's a great documentary about this. Too, there is? About, yes, I forget Wild. what it's called, but it's um, something with Santa. If you just look up like Santa oh documentary God. about Santa's. I'm telling you. Well, fun. the movie I just finished, Santa Boot Camp, is about people wanting to learn how to be a better Santa at the mall, like to be a mall Santa or, or an Santa's elf or Mrs. Helper. Claus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and it, we call it an ambassador for Santa. Um, but yeah, it's just it's such a funny thing. Like. I mean, we hired some people that just like look like Santa all the time. It's yeah. Wild. I've been, I, when uh, I was living in Denver at the park one day, there was definitely like a guy, like you knew that he played Santa and he right. lived out his Santa life 
all year round. Yes. But he would go around with like a little like bookmark that was red being like, you know, you've been nice. Santa's watching. Oh. And it was just like, and I was like, oh, fine. And then I also was like, I have weird feelings about this. <laughs> like, yeah, that could, I that could turn. It could go either yeah, way. I, well, like, you know that the scene in Elf when he's like hopping across the street and whatnot, <laughs> and he goes running up to Santa, the guy in the red He's got a red hat on. He's got a big white beard, and he's in like a red tracksuit. That's that was just a random guy on the street. Improv, that wasn't that's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, that really is how they are, though. Yeah, it's wild. Like, it's like I remember specifically hey, one like in like him. red shorts and like a Hawaiian shirt, but it was covered in Santas and yeah. Christmas trees. And then there was others like one in like red overalls. Well, I'd imagine if people kept coming up to me and saying, you look like Melissa Joan Hart, if I wasn't, maybe I'd try to embody her more just because I'm sick of people saying that to me. So maybe if people keep coming up to you going, are you Santa or you look like Santa? Hey, Santa. You're like, yep. You'd probably just at some point be like, screw it. Like, let's just do it. I'm wearing red all the time. Do you get people who say you look like Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah, a lot of the time. That's that's what I get. Yeah. I get not like you, but like I get. Yeah. No, no, no. You look a lot like Candace Uh King. All the time. Yeah. And I'm just like, (laughs) yeah. And they're like, it's crazy. You just look like her. I know. And And then you don't know what to say. No, because that's not the way you approach. Ta da! It is me. And nobody believes you. It's just, that's the weirdest thing. Have you done that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People will be like, uh, well, this is is my favorite. It, It always goes like this. It's always like, you look like most of your heart. Oh, yeah? Yeah, do you get that all the time? Yeah, sometimes. Well, are, yeah, do you do. You really do. Oh, thanks. But you're prettier. Oh, okay. okay. And then you get like, but um, oh, well, I don't think no. she's that short. Oh, okay. All right. Well, are you? Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Okay. No, are you? Yeah, I am. Can I see your ID? No. Screw off. That's amazing. I started coming up with better things to say. I I swear, I've gone around and around. Actually, Jerry Seinfeld did a commercial, an American Express commercial like that, where he goes back and forth, and then the guy needs to see his ID when he gives him the American Express card. Um, But I I remember thinking, like, oh, that's brilliant. That's kind of like what happens to me. Yeah. But I've come up with things where they'll be like, are you Melissa Joan Hart? And if we're at a bar, I'll be like, are you buying? And then, or things like, Like, uh, are you Melissa Joan Hart? And then I'll go, no, I'm... Sarah Michelle, or you look like that girl, and I'll go Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. I like that one. God, one thing I am bummed about is like I'm so jealous of the three name, like the '90s three name. It's such a pain in the ass. God, I love it. I'm so jealous. It's because there were too many people in SAG with the same names, so we had to. Okay, so there's Melissa Joan Hart, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt, like Jonathan Thomas, Oh my gosh, there's so many. Holly Marie Combs. Uh, oh my God! I know. I could go. I'm sure people that is really fun. right now are thinking of millions of them. What's your middle name? Renee. It would have been Candace Renee Akala was my maiden name. It doesn't yeah, have no, the same not, flow. Candace Akala. Candace Akala. Yeah, but I, uh, I upgraded with right King. now. So yeah. now you. Can I know. Be, I kind of lo- I like King though. I love King. So you could do Candace Renee King. That flows a little bit more. It does. Oh, that's King's nice. Yeah, Candace yeah. Renee King. Yeah, Candace Renee King. Yeah, that's a good one. We'll see. I know. Or Amanda, what are you? What's your three names? I'm Amanda Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. There you go. Solid. That's a good one. Solid. It is. That sounds very like old school Hollywood, like like almost like 1920s. Like I feel like you're you're, you know, driving yeah. around. <laughs> you're you're going to a, a party with a prohibition, like a prohibition <laughs> gin, gin in the bathtub Hello, party. Amanda Lee. Yeah. Amanda Lee. So Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using 
AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all the Woo. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. Well, should we ask her our question? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. So we've got our season four questions for you. I know. I think my matcha latte is kicking in. I'm a little like. Blah, blah, blah. Are you feeling buzzy? I am. She gets really like talky. and I am so affected by anything. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Anything. It's like it goes right through me. I'm like, what? I like. Yeah. I, and it's not so much. No, I'm just always caffeinated. <laughs> well, and I've, I've been with you, you go from now caffeine to wine. And, and like that, festive situations. Know. And I feel like you and I are always the ones in the back going. Wow, they cannot handle this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because full disclosure, I don't think we've told everybody at home, but like we've all hung out quite a bit now that, uh, <laughs> since the first time you were on. The, I mean, yeah. we hung out a little bit last year, but like we've been hanging out a lot yeah. this year. And like, Candace is are also, you like Printer's Alley night? Oh, yeah, yeah when we had to like take charge and, and be the camp like, counselor. Oh, we've got a good question in here for you That's about right. Printer's Alley. And then, like, uh, what was it? The twelve thirty club night. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that of, was yep. the next night, Jeez. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I Don't do with the this microphone? microphone. <laughs> no, we went There's to, so we had, so it was my birthday weekend, mm -hmm. and my friends were coming into town from Connecticut, and um, they actually didn't make it the first night, and we ended up just going out and partying down at the Honky Tonks. Well, for th I was down there like three nights acting like a you were hashtag tourist in my own town. Yeah. You were a bachelorette. You really leaned in. I did. I know. By I the, did. I, I didn't know. think I would. I thought I was too old and tired. And then all of a sudden I got did that it. gin and tonic in me. I was like, let's go. Did you wear leather pants? Am I remembering an Instagram? I did wear leather pants. That's yes. what it was. Hang on. They weren't leather, leather pants. pants. They're le the leather Spanx. I don't know if they count as pants. <gasps> yes, they're they leather do. Look. No, they're, they're leather leggings. leather. Yeah. That's they're, it. And they're still restrictive. Let's be honest. But we did We did go for some reason. Idiots. I don't know why. We Maybe this is your fault, Candace. But we went to the karaoke bar. Oh, it yeah. was totally Candace. But, but which was great. But I went back the next night. And here I am in Nashville, the city of, like, the best singers in the world. And I'm going to, like, where the crappy ones want to sing. Not that you. I mean, you. Oh, no. You can up there like, and, like, no, 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 no. Everybody else you guys, was, like, kind of no. like, this is not, like, Nashville singing. <laughs> Like, no, but it's just it was take really your jello fun. shot and enjoy it. Oh, yourself. I did my jello shot. Oh, I know. No, Candace was the ringleader of fun that night. You were. You I were. I mean, someone, some, sometimes you got to wear that hat. You held I'm up. I'm a pro. 
No, you I'm usually. Are a pro. I, it's a problem. I, it's very hard for me to go to a restaurant or like any night out and not be last man standing. Like I've tried. Even is that why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I have. I it's genuinely talent, have honestly. no idea. Um, are you afraid? Of, is it FOMO? Or are you afraid of missing out if you leave? Or have, is it that? Deep FOMO of like a good night just like not ending. Yeah. And I do like just sitting there and talking. My thing is I think when I get tired, I end up sitting longer than I should when I'm like, I should go home. But then I have to go home. Then I got to lock the door and I got to do the dishes and I got to take my makeup off. And I got to get in bed. So I better just sit here. And have another drink. Yeah. And, and have another drink. Yeah. <laughs> and put that off. <laughs> so sometimes when I sense. stay too late, it's because I'm too tired to get my ass up. <laughs> that makes sense. I get that. I get that. But I also get the FOMO thing. Although... Yeah, and I feel like I used to be the one that was like, I don't want a good night to end. Now I'm like, I really want my bed. I think that's what happens when you hit your 40s, ladies. <laughs> Just so you know, my bed has become very important to me. <laughs> Although not tonight, because my last night my back hurts. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, should have been out uh, drinking. I should have. Should have invited the girl. Hey, yeah. Should have <laughs> asked me to come out with the I know. Girl Scout I showed up today being like, guys, I'm accidentally hungover. It was not my fault. It was the Girl Scouts, but not the girl. It was it was with like a mom, the mom night. And I, they were like, "You're drinking with Girl Scouts." I was girl like, no, Scout no, 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 leaders. no, 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 leaders, no. Um, but it was one of those like, "Oh, this is great. We're just so sophisticated." And then it's like pizza and wine, and then good times, and then it happens. It just happens. Right. I was like, I mean, was, I'm just sad yeah. that I'm not a Girl Scout. Pizza mom. and wine is. I would have loved to have done yeah, that. It just it. happens. Pizza sometimes. helps too. The saltiness helps with the hangover. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was and the carby. Sure. Yeah, the the extra martini. At the end, yeah, wine before liquor, never been sicker. Yeah, yeah, is that it? Is that what they say? It's beer before before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor before beer, stay in the clear. Uh Yeah, you don't know this? I've read that in the Bible. Yeah, yes, (laughs) I remember that. I believe it's in Psalms 23 49. (laughs) Wine before beer, Mm, stay in the clear. No, wait, wine before beer, wait. Liquor before beer. I think Wine at this before, point, just on. any alcohol gets you hungover. <laughs> alcohol and you hurts. are punished yes, forever. Right. Don't drink, kids. Stay in school. Yeah. Um, okay, here's the questions. If you could live as any character in the book, show, or movie, what would it be? Or who would it be? Any book, any show, any movie. Anything. Any character. Ooh, the one that just popped into my head is, um, what's her name in that... <laughs> What's her name in that love story with the people that fall in love and then die at the end? Like Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> the Notebook. The Notebook. <laughs> Poor they that die. One. I haven't seen that. that. They also die in that one. I forget. Wait, I read the book, but I never saw the movie. Um, what's her name? The Rachel McAdams character. Yes. Yes. Because yes. she's so cute. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And that's a good life. She if you had one. to pick a genre to describe your life, what would it be? Uh, dark comedy. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking romance. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> 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 if you could choose any actress to play you in your life story, who would it be? Ooh, you know what? I actually could not stop thinking about this when you mentioned this yesterday. And my answer that I came up with in my car on the way here are the Olsen twins. Both oh. of them. Oh. We're just going to get artsy. And I want to hear them speak. Like, oh, what I do love they sound Wait, like? like at the same time? Or they they you alternate? Don't, you don't know which no, ones. Which, like full, that's, she, they're full house in you. Yeah, like you just don't know. They're playing maybe different ages, different times of life. Which one's them. dating the president of France? Who's dating not the president anymore. of France? She was oh, not anymore. Oh, she's met. No, she's no, no, no. The Olsen twins. No, the brother of the president. Oh, the oh brother of the president? Oh, I thought it was him. No, no, <laughs> no. I don't remember which one. I was like, that's weird. I know, but I do want to hear them speak. Yes. And I want to wear all their uh, clothes. They're just so... They're yeah, they amazing. never speak. And they never smile. They don't have to. You really I want, want to that's, play all, you? that's my dream. I just want to make really expensive, beautiful sheet clothing and not speak 
and not smile and just this is, drink wine Starbucks. Who do you want to be? It was who do you want to play? You? She wants the Olsen twins for a lot of reasons. Okay, that's my answer. Well, I just worked with Emily Kinney, as I told you. I called her Candace probably like three or four uh-huh. times. Y'all do favor you. You do look very funny. similar, and yeah, it, it was it was kind of freaking me out. Um, what is the best TV theme song? Um. I think you got to go with the original, which is um, uh, the 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 they get stuck on an island. Gillian, three hour tour. That's yeah, what I that said was her. Too. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I think so too. Yeah, like you have to have like yeah, and you got to know it's the SS Minnow and the whole yeah. It's it, the whole it, thing. It, it, it lays that it out for you. Changed the scope of yeah. like sit right yes. back and you hear a tale. Yes, it tells the story of what yeah. it introduces you to the whole show. Three hour yeah. tour. Exactly. And uh, Full House is great. And Family Man. Oh, okay. And, and Step well, Step by Step is also Oh, classic. Step by Step. That one's come out before too. Yeah. Uh, what's the hardest part of your job? The hard, of being an actor? Let's say podcaster for right now. <laughs> okay. The hardest I part know. of being a podcaster is recognizing your habits mm. and changing them, actively changing them, learning that I interrupted people a lot. I would ask five questions in one question <laughs> and I would say, um, I think a lot and like a lot, but really I would ask the biggest thing is I would ask five questions in one question. Interesting. I did. When I first started listening to it, Amanda's told me a few times, she's like, you gotta, you gotta not, you gotta relax on that. Cause I was felt like I was always interrupting people and um, and always wanted to tell like my story too. Like, you know, when you remind me of something, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. So I tried to like sit back and chill, but then I think I got a little bit boring. So now I'm trying to like be more myself again. <laughs> yeah, it There's is a like balance. A, it is a balance. It is. Um, do you have a favorite joke? Um, I usually, I mean, they're kid jokes. Oh, my kid actually had a, my daughter had a good one. I, it was, um, what do you call... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? <laughs> what ground beef? Look <laughs> <laughs> at those horns. Yeah, <laughs> cute. Oh, and your little ones in my movie. In Josephine, I know. Oh my, oh my gosh, God. I died. Josephine is I in Santa boot camp for a second. You see, her Lawrence like- was furious. Oh, <laughs> so basically, what happened is for the so legacies was kind of the third or. Yeah, Legacies was the third installment of the Vampire Diaries like world and trilogy and and that show ended this year. So the whole Vampire Diaries world of Mystic Falls is like officially done after 13 years and they asked me to come back for the final episode which was really special and I had been pregnant with Florence on the show and then they wrote in my pregnancy and I gave birth to two twin witches and they ended up being on Legacies as like full-on characters. Oh, you're obsessed with twins because maybe the Olsen twins kind of comes from this, maybe, but anyway, go on. Maybe. <laughs> and my mom's a twin. What does it all mean? Um, and so I, uh, I was like, I will absolutely come back and do the last episode as long as a precocious six-year-old little witch can be written into the episode. And they loved the idea. And so there's in the final shot of the final uh, like episode of the final season, um, basically Florence like walks up behind me and you, you, there's like a little close up. And since then, she is very upset that nobody recognizes her. Oh. She wants to know that her $180 is in the bank and she can get to it whenever she wants. It's in her Coogan account. She's very <laughs> upset she's not auditioning more right now. And so Stop. when oh I was like, gosh. oh, well, my friend Melissa has a because they drove by your movie set. And she's yeah. like, mom, there was a movie filming right by her house. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Melissa's movie. You met her. And she's like, can I be in it? 
I, I would like to be in it. We so should have. So, but she was in school. So, I know. But we she was in school, and then it just never worked out. But so then I had to tell her because she, I was just like Florence. I have to tell you something. But <laughs> Josephine, she's like, "What do you mean, Josephine's like in it? Like for a second? Do they pay her?" And I was like, "Well, no, well, baby, she's in it for like one second. I gave her a toy. I know. <laughs> no, but she was so. She was like, I mean, I can't believe that. Like she had to take a moment oh. and be like, I'm happy for her." I'm happy for her, but I just was like, "Welcome to the biz, kid." You know what? Welcome. I to know. The biz. If you can't handle the rejection, you yeah. don't belong here. I keep saying that. I, like that's what I said. The hardest part of the job, like acting wise, is rejection. Yeah. But um, okay, we'll put her in the next thing for sure. <laughs> Josephine like, was the cutest though. I was there on set that day, and oh my gosh, you've, she was so well behaved. So there's a scene in the toy it. store, and I, she runs around, and she like oh. runs up and hugs Santa. So you only really see her in the back of her head in that one. And then she's chasing all these kids who are like chasing Santa through the store. Santa's on a scooter, and, she, and she's like the little one the kind of following. Of where it was so cute. It was super cute. We called out as many kids as we could that day for the toy store. We had all these little girls though, and we were like, we have no boys. So I had, <laughs> I had to, like, to go check my child out of school. She got her child out of school just to put it. <laughs> she was like, I have no boys. I was like. I ha- okay. So like three boys showed up. Like all of a sudden we're like, quick, get some boys in there because it's all like cute little girls. That's hilarious. <laughs> know, that's so weird. Um. All right. Do you, okay. We just told us your favorite joke. Oh, is there a movie show or channel that you tune in to tune out? No, turn on to tune out. I can't say that. Bravo. Oh yeah. Bravo. 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 That's right. You were really As Denise Richards has famously said, "Bravo. Bravo. Bravo." Um, <laughs> I love the Real Housewives, and I also love Below Deck. I'm oh. very big into Below Deck. You ever see the Johnny Damon episode? Yeah. that's He's he's a buddy of mine. I had no idea when I met him a few years ago. I had no idea. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to introduce you. You'll love them. I have a show. They, can, they can hang with you. They will be the last one at the party. Oh, no. You. I cannot compete with that. <laughs> I have I a you cannot. Seen, I've seen them on the show. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh, that's they're whole... so funny, though. But they when I first met them, they kept like, I didn't know who he was really. And Bill Murray introduced me to him. Funny enough, of all people, Bill's like, you got to meet Johnny. Johnny, she directs Young Sheldon because he's like a huge fan of Young Sheldon. And he's like, Melissa directs Young Sheldon. And so Bill Murray's telling Johnny Damon that I direct. It's the weirdest thing. But I was like, I still didn't really know who Johnny was. But I know that Bill's obsessed with like athletes and stuff. So I kind of figured he was an athlete. And then Johnny was just the nicest guy. And he introduces me to his wife, Michelle. And they're just super chatty. And they go on and on about, you know, that wasn't really us. That wasn't really what happened. And da, da, da. And I don't know what they're talking about. Something about a boat and filming and booze and I was like it was a lot of booze I don't know what's going on and later on it comes out that they were on below deck two episodes apparently and they got in a lot of trouble (laughs) it was yeah it It was was memorable but they they keep trying to talk to me about it's very I think people talk to them a lot about that so I'm sure that's the thing is like Bravo is a big deal I mean speaking also of another convention Bravo con like that's a real con oh yeah oh wait are you going to Christmas con this year no, I didn't I'll know that that was Christmas. Christmas I've, never, you, I've never been invited. Oh, but well, I'll you will now. I'm going to make sure. Me and Mario go. Lopez, it's the first time me and Mario are going to be somewhere together. We're going to be at Christmas Con early December in New Jersey. So oh, fun. There's one in Jersey in December. It just started two years I ago. I mean, I love Jersey in, in December. You're right. <laughs> as long as you don't go <laughs> visit Melanie. Is Melanie McGuire in prison there? Yeah, I'll go visit. <laughs> you can go visit. Did you talk to her, by the way? No. And, and even the Lifetime, like one of the executives or one of the people I spoke to were like, you know what happens? You usually get, like, the actresses who play the people get letters. And you haven't. That's all I wanted. My hopes. You did? Melanie, so, if you're listening yes. in prison. Melanie. Oh, I would die. Oh, I would... it sounds like she's very accessible, though. I mean, the way she talked to those podcasters endlessly. Like, endlessly. 
Maybe. I mean, it's 18 like hours of podcast of her yeah, talking. Yeah, but they were also like trying to help. Yeah, that's They're criminologists trying to that's help her true. prove her case. Not like an actress on a Lifetime movie. An actress who made her look guilty. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> like, I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> like, every interview I was like, no forensic evidence. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> Melanie, if you're watching. Yes. I'm oh, a friend. Gosh, I'm wait, friend. there's a Bravo con. Back to that. Hold on. Ooh. And I, I'm and assuming, down. is it all the... Everybody. Oh my god! I really would, the house break out. No, I want to. You know we had Garcelle Bouvet on. Oh no, one of I know. Our episodes and we, she's like, oh, you I, didn't I love me to Garcelle. I did want I you to love come, Garcelle. But we were zooming with her. I know so. it's not the same. I know. I love Garcelle. So are Garcelle's we going to go incognito to CrimeCon and Bravo and Bravo? I don't know if I want to go to CrimeCon. That sounds scary. I'm interested in. I, I mean, I'm interested in popping into CrimeCon. All right, I'll go I know it's go. just to see it. I'll go if you go. I won't drink wine, but I'll do gin and tonics. I don't know why I'm adding alcohol to this Because <laughs> what is a con without a cocktail? I'll do jello shots. <laughs> I'll do jello shots if we go to con. Right. I was also drinking gin martinis last night. That's Oh, jeez Louise. I know. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I love but no jello shots. No jello shots. Those no. lime green ones were gross. <laughs> what are you talking jello about? Jello and <laughs> Not a texture I can handle. If this week was a book title, what would it be? Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Um. Oh man, uh, tricky one. I know. Uh, I'm trying to work in gin. I, I mean, God, I <laughs> overthink this way too much. It'd be a uh, liquor before wine. <laughs> God help me, everything will be fine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and what is your go-to karaoke song? Um. I I usually it depends. Uh, I do not do much karaoke anymore. I you I stopped oh, come on. really. Everybody singing. can find you in Printer's Alley. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> you guys had all left by the way. It everyone was three it was in like, the morning, and I had to do it again the next <laughs> night, and then again the next night. So you guys weren't even there for my performance. <laughs> and then we showed up the next night, and you and I critiqued everyone else. The problem with that karaoke bar, though, I will say, they're a little ageist there. They liked you because you're younger. They yeah. wouldn't let me sing the next guys, night. You. By the way, do you realize we, there was no one else in the bar? They turned all the lights on, and then they were, and we were like, "You didn't call my name," and so the bar was empty. It's not like I was <laughs> I there. Yeah, I left, and the I was in bed already. Were all on, and it That's was hilarious. just us. So I went I back not. the next night, and my friend like gave them fifty bucks, kept buying them shots up at the DJ and whatnot, and put our name on the list. They said, "Oh yeah, five minutes." It went on for two hours before we left. We were like, they're not going to put us up there. And we like bought them so many drinks, tipped them so much. What was the song you, you picked? I don't even. Probably uh, I Will Survive. That's my go-to. Okay. Gloria Gaynor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I know. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I can powerhouse that one a little bit, even though I have no tune. So I sound like a dying cat, but with mm-hmm. a lot of power. <laughs> I just, did you ever watch uh, The Comeback? No, but you said something about it yesterday. You've never watched no. The Comeback? Because you're obsessed, right? <gasps> it's really good. Did you say you watch it like once a year or something? I've like- been watching, yeah, it, at least once a year I rewatch that it. That is an actress who like could play you older. Oh, Lisa Kudrow. For sure. I mean, she can play me right now. She can. I'll just <laughs> hang out with her anytime. I'm obsessed with Lisa. I love Lisa Kudrow. She is a genius, um, an actual genius and like a, a comedic genius. Um but I, she's so fantastic in the show, but she does a whole bit about what, singing I Will Survive. Oh, really? Because she is a show within the show and they need like a theme song. And so, um, and so she sings it herself and it's just in character. I mean, it's just chef's kiss. All right, I'm going to watch it. And you have to watch, watch it. it. But what's your go-to? I was, it was usually Pat Benatar, something Pat oh, Benatar. Or, and good. for a while it was Four Non Blondes. Oh, 
I know. No, I, know. I can't. I know. Oh, oh. I know. But and then I don't do that anymore. But I. But I still. You know. Said lo- hey. Oh yep. my God! Don't start. Love it. That. I can't. That's the song. Hey. And then. Yeah. And then I did. Uh, but that night I did. You ought to know by Alanis. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So you like the one. grovelly like. Like girl yeah. angsty, like I'm so angsty. You go for I'm it. So, you yes. go for it. You look like it. You look yeah. really angsty. You look really <laughs> er, yeah. No, my four non blondes, I like I think I just overheard it in the nineties or whatever in LA and the radio driving around or something. It comes on the nineties station on I, I know. All I have to time. change it. It's one of those like if the first note plays, I'm like so mad. But if I can change it real quick when I see it coming on or hear it coming on, I'm like, I gotta get out. But I I, I had a birthday party <laughs> when I first moved to Connecticut in like two thousand nine. I had a birthday party and I just wanted to dance. My birthday parties are always basically about like, I just want to dance. And so I we took over this little like oyster shack and we were going to have a little dance party and we got a DJ and we were dancing all night. And my friend had brought all her friends because she lived there, but I didn't really know anyone. So she brought her friends in and they had like their group. They always do their their thing. And so at the end, I told the DJ like what I wanted to hear last. But then my friend went running up to him. Like this is like my best friend who worked on Clarissa Explains It All and everything. Like we've known each other a long time. She goes running up to him and she goes, you got to play Four Non Blondes. And she comes back to me and she goes, I just requested Four Non Blondes as the last song because me and my friends always do that as the last song. And I went, oh, no, you did not. (laughs) And I went up to him and I said, you cannot leave. Please, I will give you $100 and just play one more song. Like, you cannot leave. I cannot let my birthday go out on this song. I cannot, like, handle this song. Please (laughs) play something else. Two Jen Melissa starts crying at her own birthday Two Jen Melissa. Yes. Yep. Two Jen Melissa was, like, begging this guy, like, please don't leave. Like. You can't play this last. She was I don't crying. Know. I she was actually so wasn't drinking gin. It must have been a wine night. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, was, I wasn't back on the gin and tonics yet. There was a gap there in between when I tried to act like an adult and like not do gin and tonics as if gin and tonics was like an old man drink from the 20s. But yeah, now I realize gin and tonics where it's at because, yeah, two gin Melissa is fun, right? She's so fun. Yeah, two gin Melissa. That's a perfect. Yeah, that's a great combination. That's all I need. Three is too much. <laughs> I can't hang. <laughs> I try. Um, what is a line from a show, book, movie, or something that you'll never forget? That's all, folks. Aww. Yeah. That's all, folks. That's also like I try to just like not think it's like <laughs> Are you saying you want to leave? <laughs> That's all, folks. I'm out of here. Done. That one got me. That's a good one, actually. That's true, cause like, and I can see the logo right now. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on my gravestone. <laughs> That's all, folks. That's all, folks. I love it. Just an engraved carrot yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. It's a perfect button. Uh huh. It is. Uh huh. You want to do this for that? Sure, I do. Oh gosh. Okay. Here you go. I'm already sweating. You'll be okay. This is, this is so. It's very so easy. Chill. You ready? But it's fast, right? I yeah. Feel like it doesn't have to be that. that fast. Hero or villain? But it, hero. Plans or surprises? Plans. Caffeine or alcohol? Caffeine. Alcohol and caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) Espresso martinis. Yeah. Chocolate or fruity? Fruity. Dressed up or dressed down? Dressed up. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Really? (laughs) (laughs) You should see her face. Amanda's face. Are you sure? (laughs) I'm an extroverted introvert. Okay, that's That's where the booze comes in. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Fizzy or Social anxiety. Fizzy? Morning person or night owl? Oh, God. I want to be a morning person, but I'm a night owl. <laughs> Righty or lefty? Righty. Staycation or vacation? Staycation. 
Oh, really? I know. I, I'm just, I'm not, it's, you're I'm never just home. saying That's probably why. That, I mean, I'm not thinking about it. Like, if that I was think good. about like it, it's I go family thinking. feud. <laughs> now, no, I have, that's the only way I can do it. She's like, focus. She's like, you know, when like on Family Feud, nobody, they like, no eye contact, <laughs> they just like look down. I mean, I would say, I don't know the secret inner workings of your life or anything, but like, Based on the knowledge I have of you as friends, I'm like, I love that she went caffeine first. <laughs> she was like, no, wait, alcohol. <laughs> Both at the same time. Staycation, but I feel like, well, maybe because you're always on vacation. That's why you want to, like, stay at home. Maybe. No, you, really, you travel for work, though, right? Right now, so a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually well, know always, that I know yeah. a vacation, Candace. I know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hoot. I'm a hoot and a half. I, uh, so I'm the girl on vacation. Like, if I do a girl's trip, I'm the one who has... Printed out everyone's itinerary and organized everyone's flights, yeah. and um, and I also booked all the activity. Like I've had to now agree on girls trips that one day is left open for shopping and relaxing. Oh, I hate that. My girlfriends get so mad at me because <laughs> I'm the one that does all that. We should travel together because you shop. We can take no, no, no. I oh, don't shop. Me, that's my no, nightmare I on a hate trip. Shopping nightmare. I want to. I want to go see stuff. Same. And if I have to, like, I will. Ch- I've learned to chill, but that took me a while to like yeah. have a day to chill. Yeah. Like I want a day where I don't do anything, where I'm not expected to be somewhere or dress up or have to do anything. Like I just want to sit there with a like a pina colada and do nothing. But unless we're like. If you're traveling somewhere like Europe you or something, yeah. If you're I in a beachy place, then yeah, we gotta have some. Then like, I can chill. Then I can have a few drinks and enjoy. I'm fine with chill. I'm just like not someone who's like, yes, I want to go shopping. No. no, I got in a big fight with my friends that came to LA to visit me, and I had planned for us to go to the Getty for lunch, and then I thought we would walk around the Getty. Yeah, because it's they beautiful. all wanted to go down to Melrose and Rodeo, and I so do what? three of us stayed at the at museum, and the rest buy. left. <laughs> That would be me. I, but, I, but, I, but it's a compromise. Like, I had to be like, this is true. You know, if we're yeah. going to do a group trip. And also, there are a lot of, like, I literally, and, I, and these aren't just like, I have ideas where we go, like, walk around the Eiffel Tower. It's like, okay, by 1030, we are taking a macaroon cooking class. And then by noon, we're going to go to this carousel. Yeah. And then by this point, we're going to go to Versailles. But I then there's totally a dinner. Yeah. Do all that. See, my I shopping happens in, like, I love a gift shop. Like, take me oh, to the gift museum, shops I love. And then give me 10 minutes to roam the gift shop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need long. Yeah. But yeah, need a ceramic, a shot glass for my collection, and like something to bring home to the kids. But I don't like. There's a Louis Vuitton in my own hometown. Yeah, I don't need to go to Rodeo Drive no. to find that. Yes, unless it's like tax-free day in Italy, then we'll go hit the sure. Spanish Steps and all the rest, all the you know Prada and Gucci's there. But otherwise, we're good. Right, unless right. you're saving me a ton of money, I don't need yes. to shop anywhere else. No. Yes, um, but I love an itinerary. So I do love vacations. Um, I don't know why I said staycations, but funny enough, I do like, I'm like, I've, I go out of town all the time, but it's really hard for me just to travel without some sort of work attached to yeah, it. Yeah, most yeah. of the travel I've known you to do has been for yeah. cons or filming or whatever. Well, we might have a girl's trip coming up to New York soon for someone's birthday, so. <gasps> I have a fantastic New York itinerary. I mean, I know that you live there, so I do. I have a whole do folder on my computer. I have a folder. Of what are the top? What are the top hits? Like, what are the must ha- must dos in New York? Yeah. Well, so I went with a group of girlfriends from Atlanta, and a few of them had never been to the city, and we had forty eight hours. And the only and that's what that's we what need. we're gonna do. Yeah, that's perfect. actually what we're gonna. So do. the only reason I got them up there is I kind of bamboozled them with uh, Harry Potter tickets, oh. and uh, and they. They got sitters for that, not knowing that Harry Potter is a six-hour-long huh? theater play. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep. Uh, two-parter. Six hours, two-parter. Not a musical. Straight theater. through? Oh. No, six, you, you have like an no, hour or two break in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But still, like not like the next day. 
You can do break you it up in two days. You, oh. We just didn't have that time. Oh, but basically, gosh. so they landed. They met me at the hotel. I had gotten, by the time they got to the hotel, I'd already had Russ and Daughters bagels and locks waiting for everybody. And then we went for a walk in Central Park. And then we did the champagne room at the plaza. Oh, oh my, and this then, is my favorite. Uh-huh, and then we went back and changed. And then we ran to the Empire State Building. To, so all, the way to the all the way to the top. And then we went to, when the Nomad Hotel was still there, we went to the library bar for drinks. Oh. And ate there. I had a birthday party there. God, my, my favorite. favorite. Yeah. Um, and then we went, uh, we had a chartreuse tasting, one of their private rooms. Jeez. And then a friend was like, you should go to this dance club. And we were like, we're sophisticated chartreuse drinking women. Sure. Cut to, we definitely went out very late in New York. And one like person, club oh yeah, someone lost their in- phone. I don't even know. I don't know what it was called. I don't know how we got in there. <laughs> I got shoved. That's how you, you get in places. You get shoved into places. Eesh, we went dancing. And then, um, and then, yeah, the whole next day was just theater and dinner. And so, but uh, yeah, but I got all over and tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. <laughs> it's a great way to do. Without really loud voices. Um, but it's a, the Harry Potter play is emotional. I cried a really? lot. Really, it's all about parenting. I don't think I can sit that long. I mean, I don't do a lot of theater. But I yeah. love theater. You can. They have gin. Oh, okay. There's there's <laughs> drinking involved there. And but it's a lot of witches, and I'm already like witched You're out. You're capped I'm out. Witched out. Oh, I love Harry Potter. I love no, really I love any Harry theater though. I would. I I've been to it all now. Yeah. We did Margaritaville when that was a thing. In New York. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know there's like Margaritaville. a theater. Oh, so there's a play, a play? called Escape to Margaritaville. It what? is Oh, y'all, it tours now, so go see it. Really? Well, first of all, wow. And then second of all, <laughs> I, I am a secret parrothead. <gasps> Candace, I knew we were meant to be friends. So, Logan, I, this, I can't this happened I know. less than a week ago. My 15-year anniversary is coming up this year, and Logan and I have been talking about what we want to do. And he trolled me the other day with... What I can only think of is the greatest possibility for our anniversary. He sends me a text, and it's just a link. So I click on it, and it opens up, and it is an Antarctic cruise with Jimmy Buffett. <gasps> with Jimmy What? Sorry, my whole brain is exploding. Because that has been on my bucket list to go to Antarctica forever. Right? Yes. And so now oh, Jimmy Buffett is Jimmy also going to be there? is wait, going and wait. performing on well, the boat. time out. Time out. Who wants to go to the cold, icy tundra? Like, I want to have you with Margaritaville with whales and Jimmy Buffett and adorable penguins. Like, have you ever seen March of the Penguins? Yeah, but like, I kind of want to hear Christmas Harkness music if so I'm doing cute. that. I know. Okay, so did you ever read Where'd You Go, Bernadette? No, I oh, remember. Good. Yeah, is that what got you into it? That's what got me. So, I was like, I want to go there now. No, but I do love that. I actually didn't think I'd want to go to Antarctica. And then I was watching, this is ridiculous, I'm about to say this out <laughs> So I got, uh, you know how they serve you videos of things on social media stuff? Yeah. Well, there's Kara and Nate are these travel bloggers. Mm. And I didn't search them out, but they show up all the time. Mm-hmm. And they did like a cruise like this to Antarctica and like, it was so Awesome. Is it the one that goes from like Lima all the way around no, to like to, well, it goes like, to Argentina. To like so like Buenos Aires all okay. the way down, and you kind of circle through. There's like three or four stops and around Antarctica, and so you get to kind of do like whale watching, and you get to see the penguins, and you get to be a little rough though. I don't yeah. care. There's like a passage within the seas that are yes. just a little. It's a little rough. Tough. Yes, but, but you all... just wait it out. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd it's like to fine. do the Lima all the way around to Rio and touch Antarctica at some point. Yeah, I'll yeah. go. I'll go, but I don't need to go with Jimmy Buffett, guys. Can Wait, we... so does he perform on the yes. cruise? Does and he just want to go? I don't What's know. Happening? But there's only a hundred people on this cruise. Guys, there's a Backstreet a Boys cruise boat. that might be a little bit more. So imagine, like, cool. It's all people. Oh. Like we would by far be the youngest people on this boat. But also imagine how fun that would be. So here's the thing. I just want to preface this that like this is when you see my Florida. Like I know every Jimmy Buffett song yes. because I grew up in Florida. My parents are lo- parrot heads. They go to see Jimmy Buffett all the oh time. Gosh, really? Logan I and I go. See, yeah, I know every word. Like because I go to Billy Joel. Like it's the equivalent of me going to Madison Probably. Square Garden to see yes. Billy Joel yes. every month. Okay. Yes. yes. Like I grew up eating my birthday cake was a key lime pie at Margaritaville. You what? know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the volcano nachos, by the way. So your Florida yes. is showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. So, Wait, we have to look at your but, emails before we forget. Um, but yes, okay, well, let, speaking of emails, email me this cruise. <laughs> well, it's sold out right now. That's why I said he was trolling me because oh, so as the, soon as I hit the link, it one. says sold out, but I did join the wait list. Oh, good for you. So I would encourage you to do that as well. I wonder okay. how much he's getting paid to do that. So much. I love that you guys are so into this. I feel so like a third wheel. <laughs> You guys are like giving each other really intense eye contact, <laughs> talking about Jimmy Buffett it's and Antarctica. Real. Okay, this is probably <laughs> really intense eye contact because it's very it's it's our souls rare. are connected. I know to this. it's rare. It's very rare. I know. I saw him perform at Jazz Fest, um, like six or seven. Years I love ago. Jazz Fest God, too. I love Jazz Fest. I love Jazz Fest. I just so love guys, New Orleans. I'm at seventy, which is oh, oh. seventy one since I just opened it again. Ugh. What do you do when you shop? Oh, I send that to a different email that I don't That's like. What I She's done. a cheater. <laughs> that one has about twenty five thousand. What are you at right now? I know we're the same team. Eighteen thousand four hundred and sixty eight. Oh. I'm at nine thousand and four, but that is because the last time I got up there, she basically forced me, and she didn't even like how I did it. I just I, hit. She just hit read all, and then <laughs> just like unmarked them. <gasps> That's genius. But I told her. But then you have to start. But then as they come back in, you have to answer them, and you have to unsubscribe ladies or put it to a I different email address. I do unsubscribe some. Um, what's your text at? Because last time we left here, you told us. I don't know how to check it. I know, it took the oh, number away. Wait. Oh, no, she's fully read right now. Oh, no, I'm are? not. Oh, you're not? You, there's already, oh, there's tons of blue dots. Then you turned off your notifications. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> you turned off, you can turn them off? I don't know. Oh, that's it a good idea. It doesn't say hers are unread. But how many, so you don't know how many? No. Oh, that's dangerous. It's free. You too. You just like look. I just live my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Marguerite I live Bell. freely. <laughs> I waste away somewhere. a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> just a son of a sailor, man. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, you got to leave us another secret. Although I think we never figured out what your first one was, uh-huh, but you got to uh-huh. leave us yet another right, secret. We did. Okay. We have no idea. And thank you so much for being here again. <gasps> thank you for this was having so- me. And everyone needs to check out a Super Bloom Pod. Yes, a Super Bloom Podcast at Super Bloom Pod though on Instagram, right? And figure out when you're dropping and who you're dropping and who's in it. And oh yeah, it's gonna be gonna good. Be I'm gonna, gonna be on. Be good. Yeah, some crossover. Yeah. Thank you again for being here. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Hartificial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. 
Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.